This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03 and welcome to the Friday edition of the Noon Business Hour. For Rob Hart, I'm Jim Goodis. Well, it was looking a little bit dire earlier today on Wall Street with another down day, but stocks have rebounded a bit. Let's get the very latest on what's happening on the markets as we check in live at Bloomberg with Ann Cates. Jim, we are on the downside, but only a little bit, relatively speaking. The Dow Jones Industrial Average off by 35 points. The Nasdaq down 23. The S&P 500 off just a fraction. Volatility is still prevalent in the stock markets as the latest jobs data cemented expectations that the Federal Reserve will continue to raise interest rates to fight inflation. Non-farm payrolls climbed by 428,000 in April. Yet a smaller labor force may put pressure on employers to boost wages in order to attract and retain workers. The participation rate, the number of Americans who have a job or are looking for one sank last month. And hourly pay is up 5.5% on a year-over-year basis. Back to you, Jim. Marvel's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness hits theaters this weekend, and it's expected to draw huge crowds. We'll update the movie theater business in our next segment. But right now, the government jobs report for April is today's headliner. And here to talk about it, one of the nation's leading economists, Diane Swank, who is the chief economist at Grant Thornton in Chicago. So, Diane, what should we take from today's job numbers? Well, the good news is is that we're still generating a lot of jobs. The bad news is is that the pace of job gains and the pace of job demand is so sizzling hot that it's fueled quit rates and a lot of churn in the labor market, which is extremely costly for employer employers. In fact, small businesses actually saw a decline in employment during the month. And I think that's very telling because they're not able to compete with the staffing shortages that they face with many larger um, employers out there. And I think, you know, this is something that is a nuance in the labor market that even though wage gains didn't accelerate, the costs of workers, the cost of that churn and the cost of having a lot more people out ill than we've ever had in the past. And that's not going to go away anytime soon because of the waves of the pandemic as it moves into an endemic. We're going to have at least right now we're running well over 20 percent above a normal flu season. And that's as we're supposedly moving into an endemic on people who are just out ill. And that's not including the children who they have to care for as well. So all of that adds to the costs of employment and adds to the pressures that the Fed is watching about this being an unsustainably hot labor market that's not delivering the wage gains that are needed to stay ahead of inflation. Instead, it's adding to cost pressures and inflation pressures out there and leaving workers behind in an environment where they had only gotten just a moment in the sun of having their wages accelerate finally coming out of the pandemic. So, Diane, we talked about those Fed numbers, and there was some concern when they first came out about whether the Fed was taking enough action. Then we have these job numbers. 
what now happens with the Fed, do you believe, as we look at these job numbers and other factors in the economy? I think we're going to see a Fed that remains aggressive in rate hikes. They're doing at least half percent moves, and they've doubled the pace of um, balance sheet reductions from what we saw in 2018. What's also notable is how many years it took us to get to those balance sheet reductions. They were slow on the uptake, in my opinion. That said, you know, they're now ramping up, and they're willing to, I think it was really important to take the verbiage from Chair Powell very seriously. As he said, he will not hesitate to go higher on rates, much higher than what the Fed thinks is neutral to tighten credit conditions to deal with inflation. They're clearly now more focused on inflation than employment because employment has come back a lot. We're still on the whole from where we were, but we also have fewer workers than we did. And I think that's important too. So when you put it all together, this is an environment where the Fed has to really do some pretty dramatic things to take the punch bowl away from the party. My fear is that we're already in a place where we face a hangover from the punch we've already had. And Diane, how concerned should we be about the R-word, recession? We should be very concerned about a rise in the unemployment rate. If not a full-blown recession, it's a recession in all but name only, and that's a slowdown in employment so much, or a slowdown in the economy so much that unemployment cannot stay low. Our own estimates are that we need to see unemployment rise back above 5% to derail the inflation that we have. How fast the Fed gets it there matters. If they do it slowly over time and let it sort of creep in, that is less of a dramatic effect, but it nonetheless means a rise and employment at the end of the day. That's Diane Swank, the chief economist at Grant Thornton here in Chicago. Coming up, a new Marvel movie out today is expected to continue the comeback for movie theaters. Loaning useful information each weekday. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. The latest expected blockbuster from Marvel, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, opened this weekend. And let's talk about the expectations with Paul DeGarabedian. Senior media analyst for the box office tracking company Comscore out of L.A. So uh, what can we expect or what are we thinking will happen at the box office this weekend with this latest offering from Marvel? Well, Jim, it feels like summer again at the movies and the movie Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness had Thursday previews last night to the tune of $36 million dollars. That's an amazing performance, and it's the eighth largest preview ever. And so this movie could be looking at a $200 million opening weekend domestically, and and there's only been eight of those ever. And so I think the movie industry is back in a big way, and we're going to have a really good summer at the movies. So this really is a good sign that uh, after a couple of really rough years at cinemas and movie plexes that – we might start to see those summer crowds that we were used to a couple of years back. That's right. And to put this in perspective, the summer movie season of 2020, remember 2020? That was a really tough year Mm -hmm. uh, for a variety of reasons. But that entire summer earned $176 million. Normally, it's a $4 billion season. And in this opening weekend for Doctor Strange, this one movie alone could earn in three days what the entire summer movie season earned in 2020. Think about that. Paul, is this something where the movies really need these superheroes to come in and literally save the day? Or are there other offerings out there that are also helping to boost attendance at the cinemas? Yeah, I think it's, you know, we've seen with The Lost City, which was a romantic comedy, and with the movie Dog, 
which was an original buddy movie with the dog and Channing Tatum, that audiences do not live by blockbusters alone. And even though there's been an emphasis on those types of movies, because theaters want to get as many people back as possible, I think we're going to see a movie like Elvis from Baz Luhrmann doing really well. That opens in uh, late June. And so I think movies like that are going to bring people back. Downton Abbey opens on May 20. So I think we're going to see a mix of films, but no question the summer movie season is about movies like Doctor Strange, Top Gun Maverick, Jurassic World Dominion, Lightyear, Minions, Thor, Love and Thunder, those big blockbuster movies. But we don't want to forget those independent films or those smaller films or those more challenging films that are so great to watch as well in a movie theater. That's Paul DeGarabedian, who's the senior media analyst for the box office tracking company Comscore out of L.A. Compounding your interest with an economy of words. This is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Well, it's about time the weather's expected to finally break by early next week with temperatures in the 80s, and it's a sign that summer is on the way, drawing families to pools and water parks, just like Raging Waves Water Park in Yorkville, where Randy Witt is the co-owner. So, Randy, i got to think you've been waiting for this weather for a long time. Oh, boy, you're not kidding, man. We have had a rough stretch here this spring, I tell you. So... There are some things that, you know, it's been a couple of years since a lot of people have been to water parks. So there's the fun that we know about, but what's different? What have you changed? How have you responded? What's new and improved and better in the couple of years that perhaps it's been since people have had a chance to check out Raging Waves? Yeah, well, last year we put in a new ride. That's that's one thing. And we think there's still a lot of people who haven't had the opportunity or the chance yet to ride that. So we're really looking forward to you know, uh, throwing some marketing power behind our new ride. That's the Aussie Matt Dash. It's a six-lane Matt racer. So we're excited about that. Uh, like I said, a lot of people haven't tried that, and I think uh, there will be a lot of opportunity for people to really enjoy that ride. It proved extremely popular last year. We are uh, family-owned, always have been, and for the foreseeable future, at least, we always will be. So we take the whole health and cleanliness, the three pillars, the safety, the cleanliness, and the friendliness, we take that really, really seriously. So we've always been really clean, and we will continue to do so. Uh, We get so many comments about how clean this place is, so we pride ourselves on that quite a bit. Now, Randy, as you say, that's a point of pride for you, the cleanliness. But are you also hearing from customers who say, how clean are you guys or what safeguards are you taking? That sort of thing. Is that a concern among some of your customers that is addressed by your extreme focus on cleanliness? Well, we, ha- we haven't got a lot of that, to be honest with you. No, um, I think we do have a very uh, a good reputation as far as the cleanliness. But, however, we still continue to take that very uh, serious. And uh, to say we've enhanced our cleaning would almost be to say that we were lax in the first place, and we never were. Uh, so, yeah, we we are very, very um, particular about how we clean around here, and we go above and beyond. So we And we do convey that to people, and that is received very positively. Now, some people, believe it or not, have never been to Raging Waves or have never been to a water park. So let's say they haven't, and they're thinking about what they want to do this summer. Tell them why they should go to Raging Waves. Something for everybody in the family. Great, great question. I mean, from the toddlers, we have Kitty Bunga Bay. There's three separate kitty areas all tied into Kitty Bunga Bay. 
those toddlers, they can stay in that area all day and never get bored with that. Uh, even up to the grandparents, the, uh, they love the Lazy River. You wouldn't believe how many people come here and uh, the, the older folks and just are like, you know, we didn't bring a swimsuit. They see that Lazy River, and the next thing they're doing is going in the gift shop, buying a sim- swimsuit and floating along the Lazy River. So we have a lot of exciting slides, uh, 32 of them to be exact, all different thrill levels. We have a big wave pool. Lazy River, but I'm telling you that Kitty Bunga Bay is really popular with the little ones. Well, Randy, have a great season, and thanks so much for joining us. Randy Witt, the co-owner of Raging Waves Water Park in Yorkville, and next week it's going to be water park weather in the Chicago area. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Chicago's all-news station. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. I'm Jim Goodis in for Rob Hart, and these are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. The jobs numbers for April are better than expected. Details just ahead in a special report from CBS News. We'll check in with a local expert on the workplace for a look at unemployment in the Chicago area. On Entrepreneur Friday, we'll meet the CEO of a company using technology to create a better mini golf experience. 
Right now on Wall Street, the Dow is down 129 points, the S&P 500 down 12, the Nasdaq is down 81 points. We're expecting skies to clear eventually overnight as we head up to a high of 51 today, down to a low of 45 tonight. Right now, it's drizzling and 49 at O'Hare. News special report. Today's monthly jobs report showed some signs of a slow but steady increase in the market. Good news, says Bankrate analyst Mark Hamrick. For a 12th consecutive month, employers added more than 400,000 jobs, the unemployment rate remaining historically low at 3.6 percent. Despite the positive report, CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger doubts this will sway the Fed. Average hourly earnings were up 5.5 percent from a year ago. That's a good boost, but it may not allow many Americans to absorb the higher costs that they are encountering every day. Inflation's running at an 8.5% annualized pace. Chuck Lieberman of Advisors Capital Management says high inflation will continue. If labor costs are rising at a rapid rate because the labor market is tight, unemployment is low, firms have got to pay up in order to get workers, that ensures that high inflation is going to continue. CBS News Special Report. I'm Stacey Lynn. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Markets are lower, and we're joined by Paul Nolte, the portfolio manager at Kingsview Asset Management here in Chicago. So, Paul, I got to ask you, it's been what a week on Wall Street. Your thoughts on all the numbers we've received, what the Fed's done, the jobs numbers, and how the markets have reacted to all of that. Well, I'm not sure we have enough time to cover all of that, but we'll try to give you the Reader's Digest version. Coming into today, actually, the market was slightly higher on the week with all the excitement that was going on. And I think really what the markets were focused on was the press conference following the rate decision. And their chair, Powell, took 75 basis point hike off the table. And that got equity markets excited for a day. And then they came back the next day, yesterday, and thought, well, gosh, that means then that the Fed's not going to be aggressive about raising rates. And as Chuck Lieberman mentioned in your previous segment, it means inflation might be hanging around a lot longer than we may want to. And the markets have been selling off since that time. Next week, we get the CPI number. We get a lot of uh, Fed officials talking their own book and discussing why they voted the way they voted or what their view is on monetary policy. So I don't think we're through the volatility yet. We're going to see the markets jump around an awful lot uh, over the next couple of weeks. So with all that in mind, what's your advice? Stay calm as best you can. Uh, a lot of in a lot of our clients, we've moved a little bit more toward the value side, away from technology. <clears throat> we have a little bit more in cash than we normally would be sitting on. Uh, so we're playing a little bit of a defensive game at this point. We're certainly not sitting 100% on the sidelines, but we're, we're looking at the markets constructively from the long term. Short term, it makes some sense to have some powder dry. Look at parts of the market that you're interested in and pick your points before you uh, jump back in. Is there anything with all of the big headlines this week and all of the news, is there anything out there that we need to know about or we need to be watching that maybe some people aren't paying enough attention to? Well, it's interesting. One of the things that we've been kind of keeping an eye on are commodity prices, and that's been really the genesis of the discussion around inflation, uh, whether it's the war in Ukraine, whether it's just at the pump or at the grocery store. When you look at some of the broad indexes for commodity prices, they've kind of flattened out. They're still at a very high level, 
But over the last four to six weeks, they really haven't moved terribly much. And that is, those are some of the numbers that get used for the consumer price index. So we may see, maybe not this month, but the following month, we may see some of those inflation numbers come down. And that may give the markets a little bit of a reason to exhale, thinking that the Fed may not have to be as aggressive in raising rates at every meeting that they have the rest of the year. That's Paul Nolte, the Portfolio Manager at Kingsview Asset Management here in Chicago. Thanks, Paul, for your perspective. Up next on Entrepreneur Friday, playing around at mini-golf without having to worry about the weather or keeping track of your score. It's all coming up. Information to make cash and save cash. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Entrepreneur Friday, and it's a perfect day for a round of indoor golf. And let's head to the putting green with Joe Franken, the CEO of Putt Shack in Oak Brook. And Joe, I guess I can't cheat on my mini golf score anymore. I can't. Ah, I had a four. Uh, you guys have uh, really turned this into a not only a fun activity, but you're incorporating technology to, to make it even more fun. Tell me about it. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, we certainly are. Um, Putt Shack is the first miniature and only miniature golf concept in the world that has truly integrated technology within the game. And, and we do that through our patented trackable technology that goes in the golf ball. So the golf ball has a microprocessor and a battery system in it. So it's almost like a, a mini iPad within the golf ball. And that has allowed us to completely change the way people think about miniature golf and play miniature golf. So it's automatic scoring now. There's no paper. There's no pencil. There's no app. Uh, The ball does everything for you. So you can just focus on having a good time, which really allows people to be immersed within the game experience. So you've talked about what it does. How has it transformed the game? How is it how are your customers reacting when they find out, wow, this is so cool. The ball keeps track of the score. I never have to look for it if it's like somewhere hidden. I mean, I imagine this is really in many ways uh, transformed the game for some of your customers. It, it has. It has really reinvented the game of miniature golf, which has been, you know, really hasn't changed for, you know, probably a hundred years or so. Um, so the, the way this does that, you know, the technology allows us to do so much and, and we tailor our game really to it's, it's inclusive of everyone. Um, but our holes are really themed for kind of that 21 to 39 year old audience. You know, there's a beer pong hole, there's a roulette hole. We have a trivia pursuit hole that'll do Chicago trivia as an example. Um, you get a customized screen name uh, when you come in that you can use every time. But the other thing that we've done is we've created it where The goal is to get the highest score possible as opposed to the lowest score possible. So within each of the holes, we've created ways where you can score bonus points or you have hazards where you can lose points. I think what really makes Putchak special, one, we have a game that you can only play at Putchak, right? Um, There's nowhere else in the world you can play a game similar to it. But the other component is really wrapping in what we call our triple threat. It's the game, it's the food and beverage, and then it's it's the experience. And so the game is phenomenal. I mean, it's obviously the anchor of what we do. But we have spent an enormous amount of time in creating a world-class dining uh, experience for our guests and and phenomenal world-class signature cocktails within our bar. And then our associates are are so engaged in what they do. It's really wrapping those things together. And and because you don't have things like pencil and paper and, and, you know, anything else to worry about except 
focusing on your fun, we can touch on so many different senses and really create that immersive experience where people can just be totally immersed in having the fun of what they're doing and eating and drinking at the same time. So this has really, I guess, expanded your audience in a way because I'm sure there's you have the mini golf fans and then you have the people who might be saying, mm, I'm not so sure. Or you might have the people who just don't really have never maybe played mini golf, don't really get it. You've kind of created a multi-tiered experience so that whether you're a mini golf fanatic or you've never played around in your life, you'll find something that'll interest you there and it'll entertain you there and maybe give you a great meal and a great drink too. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. We, we've created this environment that during the day, it's really accessible to families and corporate events. Um, it's very high energy throughout the day. But then as you get into the evening, we're after 8 o'clock, we're 21 and older only. And it transforms the space into an elevated nightclub vibe with curated playlists on the, on the music side. We have DJs Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. So it really does have something for everybody, which, as you know, in, in business, that's pretty rare to be able to draw such an audience from young people, families, corporations, as well as that, you know, young adult crowd. So it's Entrepreneur Friday. So I got to ask you, what gave you this idea? What was it that gave you the idea that said, you know what, if we just kind of give more options, make it a little more high tech, you know, uh, increase the level of the food, have more and better drinks. What was it that got you to thinking that's what mini golf needed? Yeah, I'm, I'm not talented enough to actually develop the technology. The game was invented by identical twin brothers out of London. Um, I got involved. I used to, I was the original CEO at Topgolf. And so I have helped start and grow um, in, at a rapid pace um, within the social entertainment space and really hone in on what do guests really like? What is something that's different that you can't get anywhere else? And I was blessed that this game just creates the environment to do that. And and that's what we're – I'm having so much fun doing. This is just a ball. All no right. Joe Franken, the, the CEO of Putchak in Oak Brook. Joe, good luck. It uh, sounds like a lot of fun, and you have really kind of – evolutionized the game of mini golf and made it a lot more interesting and fun and maybe just a little bit more upscale. Still to come, a look at employment in Chicago following the recent government jobs report for April. Money conversation that pays a big dividend. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. The Labor Department's employment report for April was stronger than forecast, but how are things going locally? Well, we'll check in with Rick Cobb, the founder of workplace consulting firm to discern here in Chicago. So Rick, what are the, what's the Chicago angle on these job numbers? Well, we are, we tend to lag as we've talked about before, Jim, and we're certainly behind now um, the 11.5 million jobs open the, by the way, the cost of hire based on wages and benefits is up to uh, a, a two decade height. So it's, it's more expensive to hire. There's lots of opportunities the disconnect in Chicago tends to be that the opportunities and the jobs don't align with our workforce and their location. So what we have now is a, uh, I wouldn't say a flight, but a, a, a return back to the suburbs by many major employers who were struggling to find the STEM talent in the cities. But now that, that ha tide has shifted the other way. And so they're building up 
The good news in Chicago is uh, we've become uh, a very popular place for uh, for data centers, which may not mean anything to you or me, but you know pretty much everything is in the quote unquote in the cloud now. And so there's four new major data centers that have come into play in the Chicago area. Hourly jobs are still there. There are lots of opportunities. It's the connection between the hirer and the hiree. Can you can you get to that job from where you live? Uh, that's really the challenge for us. I think that's why we're lagging the rest of the major cities. Rick, real quick, how is it that people can adjust? If it's a question of the jobs are there, but maybe the right people aren't there, or we don't have enough of the right people, or maybe sure. people aren't transitioning their skills where they could make themselves really valuable for those kinds of positions. What can we do? Well, the, you have to you have to whenever possible, both as the hirer and as the hiree, you have to try to eliminate all the filters. <clears throat> now, that doesn't mean that you can just start showing up at companies' doors and asking for work. What it means is that you have to find a path that's a more direct route to a face-to-face conversation with somebody who has the ability to either hire you or influence someone who might hire you. That has never changed in the history of human civilization. On the other side of it, though, companies have to, you know, we're, we have a lot of anxiety now about the pending uh, sword hanging over us of, of inflation, um, et cetera, et cetera. You can't focus on those problems. You can't solve them anyway. One company, unemployment is 100 percent, whether you, and employment is 100 percent. And that's the only thing you have to pay attention to. So whether you're the hire or the hiree, you have to be more direct about going to the people that you want or the people that you want to work for. And you have to really explore that in a very direct route because the filtering systems, uh, they're much better at getting rid of you than they are letting you in. That's Rick Cobb, the founder of the workplace consulting firm To Discern here in Chicago. Thanks, Rick. You'll find past programs and later today a podcast of this hour at WBBMNewsRadio.com and the Odyssey app. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.